Hello and what's up, Braves country? This is the Braves Craze podcast. It's September 5th, Labor Day here in the United States of America. Uh, we're happy to be here on the uh, the Labor Day holiday. I'm happy to be off. Uh, sorry there was no podcast last week. Life happened. I uh, didn't get to do that. I actually set everything up and then it just didn't happen because of a couple of things that went on. So we're back this week with a podcast and we're back with good news as the Atlanta Braves have moved within one game of the New York Mets. Uh, more about that in a second. Uh, if you will, though, give this podcast a subscription and a like on your favorite podcasting platform. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, hit me up on Twitter at Dr. Braves. Uh, so again, the Braves are one game behind the Mets. That's the closest they've been in a long, long time, maybe all year. I don't really know if they were uh, up early in the year or not, or that close, but in the, in the last few months, that's the closest they've been. Uh, the Nats, the Washington Nationals, have been handling the Mets, while the Braves are still playing very, very good baseball, winning uh, four, I'm sorry, five out of six this week uh, with the Rockies, and then most recently uh, handling the Marlins, sweeping them in Atlanta, two out of three from the Rockies, all three from the Marlins. Braves take uh, a, a, a five out of six week, and the Mets lose some games. So the Braves now one game out of the Mets. Uh, we'll go ahead and talk about the Braves' week coming up. They travel tomorrow night. Going to be a late night game here in the uh, Central Time Zone, starting at 8:40 with the Oakland Athletics. Uh, they have only five games this week, two with the A's, and then they travel to Seattle and have three out in Seattle. So good chance for the Braves to get some wins. Uh, Oakland is not very good right now, so hopefully we can handle them for two games. Uh, and then move on uh, to win, hopefully, with the Mariners. So uh, the Braves have a good week, good chance to, 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 to catch the Mets, maybe time, maybe pass them. So we will be rooting for our team this week and hoping the Mets uh, do not keep on winning. Maybe they'll go down some more. Uh, up for the Mets, uh, Max Scherzer went out and got injured. I haven't seen an update on that as of yet, but Scherzer uh, being down is a big deal for the Mets. Uh, and the series, so we'll see what happens there. Don't want to root against anybody by, by any means, but if he is down for any period of time, it's a chance for the Braves to certainly take advantage of, of one of the best pitchers in baseball uh, not being out there. So uh, I want to backtrack a little bit to the week before uh, when we saw the Cardinals and Braves play on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. Uh, there was a lot of feedback, a lot of talk from Braves fans about how bad that feedback or how bad that series and that broadcast was, not series, but the broadcast by ESPN was, even back to, to Saturday night with the, or Saturday afternoon with the Fox broadcast. Some of the most biased broadcasting I've seen uh, by networks, uh, ESPN playing the Adam Wainwright folk song or song he played on his acoustic guitar and basically not given the Braves any time at all and, and then promising us on Austin Riley and mic'd up interview and didn't happen because of technical probe trouble. Uh, I mean, it was very frustrating to watch that happen. Uh, Wayne Wright's a homegrown Braves product that we traded away in the JD, do tra JD Drew trade years ago. So uh, he's one that got away, but, but watching that whole deal was very frustrating, very aggravating. I don't know why uh, media bias seems to be as it is with the Braves, but uh, that was a very aggravating couple of, couple of games to watch. Uh, did not love the way ESPN in particular, but even, even Fox as well, uh, covered those two series. And again, I'm a homer. I'm biased. So, uh, you know, we'll see uh, We'll see how that, that kind of plays out the rest of the year. But maybe I'm overreacting, but I didn't think it was very, very cool on, on either matter. So, uh, so I want to talk about Kenley Jansen now, and that started in the Cardinals series. 
with him getting knocked around. It's kind of keeping going on now. Uh, uh, blowing saves again. Uh, Jansen shouldn't be closing right now. And I, you know, I, I love the guy. He is a, uh, he is a hall of famer, uh, no doubt. Uh, he, he has pitched well for a long time for the Dodgers. Uh, all, all accounts are he's a good dude, uh, but he is not closer material at this point in time. I mean, honestly, as, as much as we complained about Will Smith, uh, I think Will Smith was better than Kenley at this point in time when we let him go in the Rizzi trade. So, you know, uh, Kenley's throwing 91 mile an hour cutters that are kind of center cut. And, and he's also wild. I mean, he's, he's, and he's not effectively wild. He's wild with walking people. He's wild hanging pitches. Uh, even when he's getting folks out, he's getting a lot of warning track fly balls that someone just missed. So, uh, you know, uh, Glacius uh, might be the guy to come in here, I would think, and and give that job to. But Snit's not one to really waver on his guy, so I'm sure Jansen keeps that job for at least a little bit longer. But, uh, you know, Glacius has been really good. We can also think internally with a guy like A.J. Mentor, uh, who's also been really good. So, you know, uh, we'll see what happens, but but Jansen really is struggling right now. I recall a few years back with the Dodgers, he had a similar thing happen and got removed his closer for a while and, and then figured it out and got it back. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I know that we can't really keep uh, risking games uh, with, with a struggling closer who's not really finishing game for at all and seems to have no confidence Seems to have a drop in velocity. He's not a 90, high 90s guy anyway, but that cutter is usually going 93, 94 sometimes. Uh, it's not doing that now, so, you know, we'll see where we go. But very, very concerned about the bullpen uh, with Jansen. You know, I mentioned last podcast a few times that uh, <clears throat> guys like Dylan Lee seem to be overworked and, and getting a little bit of a dead arm and not pitching quite as well either. Uh, we've even seen Mentor get hit around a little bit. Uh, you know, Kirby Yates has not really returned to form. So the bullpen's a bit of a problem right now. Um, you know, there are a few good guys out there, certainly Mentor. Uh, well, and they're all good pitchers, but they're just not pitching that great right now. Mentor's uh, been good. Colin McHugh's been pretty good uh, as well. Uh, I've already mentioned Iglesias, who's been really good. So uh, we'll see what happens. But another, another thing here to think about is Jackson Stevens who got hit in the head with a line drive the other night. Uh, scary situation. Uh, Jackson, being a man, basically got up and walked off. And, uh, you know, incredible to see him get up there and, and step off here and, and, and walk away. Uh, holding his head, had a mild concussion. Uh, they think he'll be back, I think, pretty soon. Uh, but Stevens showed how tough he was, and he's been a good pitcher for us as well. Uh, hasn't been a high leverage guy typically for the team, but – you know, he's a guy we, we've used well and pitched well for us, and we hope he gets better soon. So, uh, you know, it was a scary situation that he, he walked away from. Seemingly okay here. So, uh, uh, thank the Lord for that, for sure. And we hope to have Jackson back soon. I uh, also want to mention Jackson coming out in the outfield and, and commentating when we had Brian McCann uh, out in the outfield with, with Jeff and Brian and Chip out there. So, number one, uh, great to see Brian McCann Uh one of the all-time good guys, one of the all-time favorite Braves in my mind. Uh, you know, he and Frank Coor came up together. Uh, he was the better player of the two. Honestly, Jeff was was probably the more highly touted and never really completely panned out, although he did just fine. But McCann was a good player and, uh, you know, seemed to be really good at calling games. But hearing Brian commentate with Jeff was a lot of fun. 
Love to see Brian back more. I don't think that's anything permanent with, with Bally Sports, even though he was wearing the Bally polo. But, uh, you know, and then bringing in Jackson Stevens uh, was awful fun. The, 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 the shot where they brought in the food for Jackson and he kind of <laughs> browsed over and ate some of was fun. But, you know, McCann and Stevens uh, seemed to hit it off real well. Uh, Peter Morlin also and McCann uh, had a little bit of a reminiscing over some things where, where Peter and Brian, Peter gave Brian so much credit. And then uh, Luke Jackson showing up was also a cool thing. So I like it when the Braves bring in the guest announcers and guest commentators and Brian McCann's one that I would love to see come back. He's one of the more knowledgeable guys I think we've ever heard uh, in what he does. So I uh, want to update real quick on Ozzie Albies, who's now gone to uh, AAA, I believe, for a rehab stint. Hope to see Ozzie back in the majors soon. I uh, haven't seen a, an update yet on Ozzie's stats down there and what he's doing. I mean, he just went late last week. Uh, but getting Ozzie back in the lineup is going to make a big difference, I think, for this team. Uh, we got to figure out where Vaughn Grissom lands, if he keeps playing, if he goes back down maybe, or is he going to be a guy that goes to the outfield? We'll see. Uh, we did see that, that Grissom and William Contreras taking uh, some, some reps in the outfield, I believe right field maybe, or it was the outfield for sure. So at least there's a chance you may see one of those guys playing outfield going forth. And we'll talk about outfield in a second because there does seem to be a hole out there for sure right now, maybe more than one. Uh, but Ozzie... It's a guy we'd love to have back, and that may shift some people around a little bit to kind of uh, get the depth of the team back. Uh, I did notice where Orlando Arcia was brought back off of uh, injury, and now the expanded roster. He is one of the two guys that did come up. So Orlando gives us some more depth in the infield, maybe a right-handed bat off the bench as well. Uh, Mike Soroka pitched pretty well in AAA. He was actually optioned, uh, came off his injured stand and was optioned to AAA. Uh, recently, so we'll see if we see Mike come up and pitch this year. Uh, interestingly enough, we had a <clears throat> Bryce Elder pitch yesterday against Miami and was once again dazzling, fabulous uh, again. And, and uh, with the Marlins, I believe that was a Saturday, the Saturday evening game he pitched. But Elder looked really good again. Uh, kind of got to wonder if these guys don't take uh, the spot of Odorizzi at this point. Although Jake was pitched better, but he was on a uh, I basically just got skipped because of a dead arm, they called it, and I think Elder pitching his place. Uh, but, you know, the, the kids continue to pitch well, uh, adding Soroka back to the mix. So we'll probably only help and log jam that. Uh, we all hope Mike is back. We all know Mike's pedigree and how good he was and should have been and should still be without those freak two injuries of the same Achilles. But, you know, uh, love to see Mike get back. But but kudos to Bryce Elder, as I was saying uh, in his outing. So talk about Ron Acuna. Uh, you know, the franchise. Ronald is, is the guy, man. He is, we know how good, speaking of pedigree and, and how good someone is supposed to be. Unfortunately, Ronald and the knee injury is continuing to be a problem. Uh, Ronald was quoted as saying the knee was terrible not too long back. Felt terrible. Uh, he's been in and out of the lineup, doing more DHing now uh, than not. Uh, I've said this multiple times. I'll say it again. I, I don't understand why we keep running Ronald out there if he's not 100%. Uh, I know we want to win. I know our outfield is thin. Uh, we've got a lot of holes out there. I'll talk about that in, in depth in a bit. Uh, you know, trading away Drew Waters, I was a huge, big time against that. Uh, we could have used Drew right now. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I won't harp on that again. But, but Acuna... I think the Braves are borderline negligent here at this point in time by playing Ronald Acuna if he's not 100%. And I'll be honest with you, as I said, 
I want the real Ronald Acuna back. In order to get that, he's got to be well. And I don't think he's that close. I think he's a tough guy. He wants to play. I'm not sure how much of this is Ronald coming in, saying, put me out there, or how much of it is the Braves doing it on their own. But uh, you got to wonder if he didn't go on an injured stand here soon to try to get him some rest before the postseason if they don't just shut him down. And I would, I'll, I'll be on Canada. I'll shut it, I would shut him down completely. Uh, one season, one postseason is not worth our franchise player's career. And, and I just think we've got to get him in a better place. And uh, he, he's become a, a line drive type hitter with the power's not been there. Uh, he has been running, which is oddly enough, he's, he's stealing bases, but, you know, um, Ronald's still not where he needs to be. So uh, I, I really hope they, they shut him down here, at least for a little while, if not for the season. That does leave a huge problem in the outfield. I wanted to mention Marcelo Zuna and Guillermo Heredia, uh, who are two guys that, that until just recently with Marcel, who's played a couple games in a row, actually had a home run this weekend, uh, her two guys just taking up a roster spot at this point in time. We, we're not using them very much. Uh, you know, Arady is a fun guy. Uh, he, he seems to be a clubhouse guy. They love him. He, he's the the master of the sword. And, and you know, the Braves and players all do that when they have success. Uh, he's not really serving a, a, a functional purpose on the field. So I, I would love to have a different player out there that could play Ozuna. You know, the more he plays, the more frustrated most of us get. Uh, you know, we signed the guy after the one season where he had a huge year on the COVID strike season or the COVID season where he only played about, what, 50 games or so. He was close to getting the MVP behind Freddie there, runner-up, maybe in the, in the conversation. But bad contract now. Uh, wondering if there's going to be some sort of ruling come down that the Braves may end up releasing him. But I guess if he's there, you got to play him and use him a little bit. And with, between he and Heredia – uh, the outfield is just so thin. Uh, Robbie Grossman uh, is a guy that that he's not fancy, man. He doesn't do a lot of uh, eye-popping things, not not a ton of power. He can hit a home run, but nothing major. He runs pretty well, plays pretty good defense. The guy's a ball player, man. He's, just, he's pretty good. I like him out there. He should be playing every day, I think, at this point in time. Uh, you know, Grossman in the outfield is, is a nice fit. He's hit, he's hit righties a lot better than he had for Detroit. Of course, he's hit better than he was for Detroit anyway since he's come to Atlanta. So, uh, Ronald in, in, in right field, you just don't know what day he might not be able to play or what day he might be struggling. Uh, and then there's Michael Harris. And let's just go ahead and flat out say it. The guy has been phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, his average is out the charts the last last few weeks. He won player Rookie of the Month again. Uh, you know, I, I went on a tirade last podcast about where he was batting, and, and Snit has moved him up now. He's been batting six some. I think he may have hit second or leadoff one game. Uh, this guy needs to bat near the top of the order in my mind at this point in time. Uh, he, he has just been so good. Uh, defensively, we all know how good he is. Uh, Michael Harris is, is right now our best outfielder. I love Ronald Acuna, but Ronald is not the same guy yet. So, uh, you know, between Harris – Ronald Acuna and and, uh, and Grossman, when Ronald Acuna can play, uh, the outfield is, I would leave it alone. But, uh, you know, there, there is a uh, is a problem with the DH spot because you're either throwing Ozuna out there. Uh, I, I've been very candid about uh, William Contreras, and he has to play. Uh, Darno and Contreras both need to play six days a week, if not seven, but use the other one at DH. Uh, I, I think they've got to be on the field. Uh, when Contreras doesn't play, 
I'm so frustrated because our bats, the lineup is just so much shorter, it's thinner. Uh, Darno is, I'm not suggesting Travis shouldn't play by any means, but Williams just got to be in there every day. So, and we've done different things there, so I don't know what the answer will be. But, uh, you know, I, I do think the lineup is going to have to take a little more shape as we get closer to the playoffs because up and down hitting has been has been part of the problem. And, you know, I'll be honest, Austin Riley's been pretty cold in August, but now he's heating up again in September. Uh, Austin's been our best player this year. He and Dansby are probably far and away the two guys that have been most consistent, although Harris is starting to be right in that conversation. Uh, but Riley now getting hot again. That's going to help for sure. Uh, Matt Olson, although he's now cooled off again, he's so hot and cold. But he, he's, he was he was up for a while. Uh, now he's cooled off. So uh, we've got to get more consistency from these guys. Michael Harris has been very consistent. I would bat him up higher in the lineup for sure. Uh, maybe a one-two spot at this point in time and see what happens uh, as well. Uh, notice today the Braves took a minor league flyer on Jake Marisnik former outfielder from the Astros, I believe, the Cubs. Uh, not a bad idea. Not, not, not a bad deal on that one by the, by the Braves. Marisnik is a little older now. Uh, he's a guy that used to be able to run, plays de decent defense, was a leadoff type guy, probably more of a bottom of the order type guy now. But that's a nice insurance policy for Atlanta to pick up with Marisnik uh, to come to this team. And, and I do feel like he is, uh, you know, he's a guy that we may see in this lineup, or at least on the team, in the postseason or when it comes time to getting uh, to that point for the Braves. Uh, you know, I, I will mention Dansby again real quick. Uh, you know, still no Dansby contract. How good has Dansby Swanson been? I mean, without Dansby this year, we would not be where we are. Uh, I don't know if the Braves will get the deal done or not with Dansby. Uh, but, I, you know, for a while I thought Dansby might walk. And honestly, I wasn't sure that wasn't the best idea because he was going to demand a lot of money. But right now, Dansby's been so good for this team offensively and defensively. Losing him changes our team greatly. So hopefully we see Dansby getting the contract in the next few weeks. Uh, I don't want to go in the offseason without one with him, but uh, he's a guy that's a big part of our team and needs to be in this lineup uh, a lot. Uh, I want to mention Vaughn Grissom again. Uh, again, he, he started off the season – he was called up red hot, went through a pretty bad stretch, uh, getting cold, not hitting much, and now he's starting to hit again uh, with a homer off of uh, Sandy Allen Cotter. And by the way, the Braves handling Allen Cotter the other day was was glorious, legendary, so to speak. I mean, they just beat up one of the best pitchers in baseball, um, and, and you just have to sit there thinking like, wow, this is uh, this is good stuff. We stepped it up for sure and made that happen. So, and finally, my last topic again. I raved about rookies such as uh, Michael Harris, who deserves it, such as Vaughn Grissom, who deserves it. Spencer Strider, my word. Uh, eight innings, 16 strikeouts the other night. Uh, two hits, no runs. This guy, I mean, I, I think our rotation, our top three, uh, Strider, Freed, and Wright, and I'm not putting them in that order necessarily. I'm just saying that's the top three guys. Uh, I'll take that for every, anybody in baseball right now. You can argue the Mets with DeGrom have a game we might have trouble winning, although we beat DeGrom earlier this year. Those three guys, uh, nobody wants any of those three guys in a playoff series. Just going to say that out loud. Uh, if we get if we win this division and have, have those three guys as our starting pitchers in the playoffs down the stretch, and that lets us bring Charlie Morton maybe even to a – and I'm assuming they would have to go with, with Morton as, not, as the fourth guy, but – you know, uh, I, I worry they may try to put Strider back in the bullpen where he was so good, but Strider's been such a great starter. 
Uh, arguably, you know, Freed and Wright are incredible. Uh, Wright leads the league in wins. Strider might be the best star we've got with those two guys, even with those two guys. Uh, and that's nothing against Max and, and Kyle because I love both of them, but our top three guys are just silly. You move out of Rizzi back to the bullpen in the playoffs. Uh, you use Wright however you wish to, honestly. You've got the other guys in the minors. already mentioned Elder, Kyle Muller. Uh, just just super depth for the Braves. And, uh, you know, the staff, I think the starting pitching is our strength right now. Uh, no one really scores many runs on us. And uh, you got Charlie Morton going at four, and Oda Rizzi and those two or three young rookies coming out from AAA, making spot starts here and there. Uh, it, is a, uh, it is a great situation to have. And the Braves are sitting pretty with starting pitching, in my opinion. So, uh, big week for the Braves. One game out. Uh, Atlanta's at Oakland Tuesday night late. And then finishes the weekend at Seattle. Uh, let's go ahead and pass the Mets this week. Take the lead and never look back, guys. Have a great week. Go Braves.